0: Hello, everyone. Um, here I am with Coach JD, and we are going to be talking through the green group. So first team in the green group is the Las Vegas Legends. So Las Vegas, um, coached by Coach JKB, He's uh, um, he's been with us uh, for some of the podcasts, helping with the tournament. They brought in the 116-132 class, replacing the 117-118 class. He wasn't too happy about it, but he gets some much-needed height. Jorge Jorge Hayworth um, looks like a solid guy that can um, score a little bit, um, got some height on him, uh, can't do it all. He looks like he might be one of their best players this year. Um, they only lose one player, Rodney Green. I think he slides – but I think Jorge slides very nicely into the power forward position um, and potentially – you can move Alexander Brown to the bench with um, putting a guy like Angel Worth potentially in there at, um, at center. But um, looks like he got a little bit of an upgrade though, you know, only some one senior and yeah. Any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, honestly, I think that, um, you know, 116, 132 for his freshman class, I think could be like a little bit, just based on stats. I mean, maybe they look a little bit different, you know, on, on ratings, but I think, you know, that, you know, for as tough as this league is getting a couple of guys that I think will contribute in the post is a, is a good get. I mean, like you said, Hayworth looks like a, like a decent player and uh, you know, they can, you know, that like he can replace green who, you know, green, he scored a little bit, but honestly he he doesn't really do a whole lot else. At least that you'd want from a power forward didn't really rebound to do, do a whole lot. So I, I think that's an upgrade. And then yeah, Worth. I mean, adds a little bit of size, and you know looks like he can play some defense at least. And you know it would be an upgrade over Brown. So at you know, if you have one guy that was starting last year that moves to your to your bench. You know where you you still need more height there. And I understand. You, I'm sure he's probably on bigger fish that were that were better guys. And of course, we're always disappointed when we lose those. But I mean, I, I agree that I think this team is. They were 12 and 12 last year, and I think they can improve on that. Um, I think this this class makes them better than what they lost. So,
0: yeah. For sure. Cool. Next up, we got the Wooster Italian Mafia bringing in the 68-97 class, replacing the 172-171 class. He's still got Paolo Dennis, the um, point guard, do-it-everything. I mean, he brings back his entire starting five, and then he gets Robbie Edison and a couple big guys. You know, uh, Nathan Hicks is kind of a swing guy that can rebound, pass, defend a little bit. Um, I like Cole uh, cool, uh Hafe, I mean, he needed a he needed some big uh, he needs some he needed a big guy, and I think that really helps him. I mean, I think this team, you know, with the talent they have, the talent they're bringing back, they didn't do horrible last year. You know, they um, they made the RTT, um, but you know they they get a big upgrade from their seniors, and uh, who are all bench players, negative um, plus minus. I mean. I think he finally got Paolo uh, Dennis some help here.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, they're going to have uh, you know one of the best backcourts in the country when you pair uh, you know him and Edison together. So that's going to be a lot of fun to to watch them. And you know, maybe it takes a little bit of pressure off of Alonzo being the, the number two guy. You know he seems like someone that's a little bit better served as a as a number three you know scorer. And then yeah, the uh, you know as you mentioned, Cole Jaffe you know adds uh, some size to his team as well and uh yeah i mean i think that yeah just uh you went from a team with one star to a team that could have two star players and um you know i think it's going to be a lot of fun for them to watch you know i I do think that you know the the three seniors i mean the one thing you know they might have been like kind of negative players but i don't know if that's necessarily all their fault and you're still looking at you know over you know 15 16 points off the bench that are that are gone and that's not nothing I mean, uh, getting having guys that can come off the bench and put some points on the board, I think is important. So I mean, it does suck to lose that, but I mean I think he'll I think he'd probably g- gladly trade those three for a guy like Edison. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I think Hicks can slide right in there to the small forward position, even over Alonzo, who you know wasn't the most efficient. you know. Hicks knows his role. He's not going to be trying to shoot a putton. Pretend... I, I see all three starting um, Edison at the two. Um, Hicks at the three and Hoffi at the five with Owens moving up to the four. So I think they I think they're as good a bet as anybody to win this group. So we'll see. Um, next up we got the Ocala um, Ocala opossum. So he brings in the 150-168 class, replacing the 9754 class. And yeah, it's just rough. You lose a guy like uh, Jonathan Neal, they're big man. 610 you still got Nathan butts um, I, I know you know Nathan Butts really well um, you were on him I'm I'm pretty sure um, and he he brings in some height he gets a 6'10 10 guy two six nine guys I and mean, you
1: you play these guys is it once or twice a year um, once I believe and uh, you know' we'll, I think uh, yeah we play once yeah yeah, yeah opposite then, divisions okay. usually we meet in the conference tournament at yeah. some point so for sure so what's your read on this team? Yeah. So, I mean, Ocala is a team that over the past few years, you know, especially since Moses graduated that, you know, they get by on defense and, you know, you look at, you know, Neil who, you know, was not the biggest center, but, you know, obviously he played well. I mean, I think he's kind of a weak rebounder he's only getting like eight, eight a game, but obviously he played some really strong defense and kind of anchored and, you know, anchored the post for them. So that, so that part is a loss, but you know, they bring in a guy like, you know, Adam Rose, who seems like a, a similar player, you know, can grab some rebounds, play some defense, you know, block some shots for him. So I'm sure Neil's probably a better player than Rose, but they at least seem a little bit similar. Um, you know, they, they needed height and they got it. So, you know, I think I've mentioned on in other groups, I mean, just having competent height, you know, even on the bench is something that not all teams have. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think that you know, I think that they're gonna have a similar team to last year i mean the the guys that score are all coming back, you know, butts moving to you know into a sophomore year can probably take on a little bit more and then uh you know Diller will be a senior and you know Tavon Williams has been a decent decent guy, and they've got some guys on the bench that produce so um you know they 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 tend to win ugly it's they don't really blow people out, but they can mm-hmm. be a frustrating team to play against uh with the, with their defense and uh and that's you know gonna be the recipe for success again this year, yeah, definitely.
0: Um, so next up, we have uh, Green Bay. Um, so Green Bay, coached by Coach Parkinson. He brought in a decent class. I mean, I like it. Uh, the 164-128 one, class replacing the 127-109 class. So it's not um, necessarily the highest ranked, but, you know, you get a guy like Alexander Jackson who was playing opposition, but, you know he put up some good numbers: twenty-one point five game score, high five assists, five point four rebounds, nineteen point seven points. You know, and that that goes a long way. Rolando Washington, um, more of a more of a gunner, um, but uh, yeah, I mean he, he he's losing his his point guard, he's losing his small forward. I think Jackson slides into one of those positions for sure. Um, I'm not sure the other one, Quinn McLawsky. He shot really well in the games he did play, so I wonder if he's up for a bigger role. But um, I'm not sure. Yeah, any thoughts on this team? I mean, they're they're bringing back guys like, uh, I mean, the, this team's in my groups in my uh, conference. So that junior class is pretty solid. James Bach, Amari Young um, are are solid players. But you know, when you lose a guy like Colston, it's it's tough to replace and. I, I do like Jackson. He might be a little weak
1: on the defensive side, but I
0: think Jackson's going to be a solid player. I was on him. and um, Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I, I like him, actually. I mean, uh, you know, Colson graduating, your leading scorer, you know, it's never fun to replace that. But, I mean, he, he was another guy that isn't the best distributor. I mean, his hands weren't terrible, but, I mean, was, you know, almost a, you know just barely more you know 3.3 assists, 2.3 turnovers. So didn't really get you know, his teammates uh, set up very well. That's something I think Alexander Jackson coming in can improve on. He's not going to score twenty a game, but I think he'll be a little bit better distributing. So you know, maybe they cut down on turnovers a little bit. He sets up his teammates a little bit better to you know let them be a little bit more efficient. And then, um, yeah, and then Dylan Scott. I mean, I agree that you Neil know, McCloskey makes a lot of sense to step into the starting lineup. You know, with him not playing the full season, you kind of want he's got to have something that's like a, a big negative, I would assume, on there mm-hmm. somewhere, maybe. And he got .8 steals in this time, but maybe that was like a, you know, kind of like a luck or maybe he's a little athletic and maybe doesn't play very good defense. I don't know. There's obviously, I think there's some sort of flaw there. That's not mm-hmm. obvious just in the stats alone, but I'm mean, just looking at stats. He looks like a guy that could step in and try and replace some of those, uh, some of those points that they're losing. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Julio Smith, he doesn't really look jump off the as doing anything specific. I mean, doesn't mm-hmm. really score. doesn't look like he plays great defense, but you know, again, maybe he's a guy that doesn't get steals but defends a position well. Um, so I'm kind of curious there if, you know, he stays in the starting lineup or if, uh, you know, if Rolando Washington's good enough to step in or, or, uh, yeah. But I, I, I do like Jackson. I think uh, he can at least cancel out Colson, if not improve on that. Yeah. And then um, we'll just kind of see how they replace Scott.
0: For sure. Next up, we got the Denver Cruising Cruise. So it's bringing in the 134-120 class, replacing the 171-194 class. So you got one guy that was an NA. Um, the other two seniors, one only played 12 games. The other one played 24, but wasn't too impactful. You, you bring in uh, three guys that can really score, you know, so you bring in um, Mira's. Tang, and Burdick, all three of them are over 56% true shooting percentage. All three of them are averaging, well, the lowest ones averaging 21.9, 22 points, and 25.4 points per game. So these guys can score. Um, you know, I they they have one guy, James Daniels, that's returning that um, has scored. Uh, that that was scoring really a lot of points. And then, yeah, Cody Owlette. I see Cody Owlett, I mean, I don't know. He didn't play him at power forward last year. He's also got Andre Garcia, a really big seven footer, but maybe he's just not very skilled because he was on the bench all last year. I'm not exactly sure what he does, but having this much scoring infusion on your team, I mean, not many teams have that can, can boast that many players that are capable of putting up 20 points in a game.
1: Yeah. I think this is a really interesting team to watch because of that. I mean, you know, James Daniels is a, obviously a, a great a great scorer at 26 a game, and, you know, Owlette was a is a good, you know, uh, Robin to his Batman, and no one else really stepped up. Then you bring in, you know, three guys who were prolific scorers in, in high school, and, you, know, you figure they're going to slot into the lineup somewhere, you know. Uh, does Burdick take over at, uh, well, his hands were, he's like a, kind of like a, more of a shooting guard in a point guard's body, you know, he doesn't, his hands are not very good, uh, you know. The, the thing with kind of all their guys is, you know, they don't really have, and that's why they're, I think their class rating is not all that high, you know, but the being in the triple digits, is because none of these guys have good hands and uh, they can score. So you almost kind of wonder, do you just like turn up the pace a little bit and tell each guy just to, you know, if you're kind of open to take the shot, like let's not risk passing the ball around because they're going to turn it over a lot. And that's kind of like going to be their Achilles heel. Uh, heel. Um, there's going to be turnovers with all these guys, but they can definitely score. So, you know, I think they're going to, They'll have some games where they really run up the score and score a lot, but I think they're going to have you know some twenty-plus turnover games, and it'll be you know some some frustration. But I think it'll be a lot of fun either way.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely, cool. Um, Next team we got is the St. Louis. St. Louis. So St. Louis is um, the Iron Deeks, coached by Coach Deacon and T. (laughs) N T M. They bring the 98-117 class, replacing the 225-237 class. Um, one of the guys was NA. They did have one starter on their 6'5", Kenny McGee. You know, not an amazing player. He didn't really do anything awful. Yeah, I mean amazing, but, you know. And then you bring in three guys, a 6'6 guy and Dominic McClough. Um, who's averaging twenty one point five games and Brandon Thurston, the six eight center. I mean, I really like Brandon a lot. Uh, he two point five blocks, one point six steals, only one point one turnover. I mean, those two, those two make a pretty good combo. Um, you know, um, I think they can step in, really help this team. You know, you already got Demarcus Johnson, who is a stud center, um, and maybe you take a little pressure off him and. Maybe they really go through the post, which would be really interesting, um, especially in a group like this where you're not playing the best teams. Um, you're not expecting all these teams to have amazing post defenders. Um, yeah, just a thought. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think they're better than than they were last season uh, with yeah. the class they came in. I mean, they were you know, they were ten and fourteen last year, ninety eight one seventeen coming in. Any yeah, others? The two guys you mentioned, I think, are guys you move into the lineup. by am Nicola. Seems like he will be an upgrade over what they had at McGee at small forward, assuming that's the position that he plays. And then, yeah, I think Thurston, you know, he can score and, and board and maybe play a little bit of defense. And I think he'd be an upgrade um, in there as well. Or maybe, uh, you know, maybe he's in the lineup and along Marvin and Johnson stay in there somewhere. One of those guys plays small forward. It um, gives them a little bit more size in the starting lineup. So yeah, I think that they they improve with those guys coming in, and um, I think they can maybe flip that record from a, like a 10 14 to to fourteen and ten type with those guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, next up, we have the Albu- we have Albuquerque, coached by Coach uh, Meyer. Albuquerque is the Atomics. They bring in the thirty forty class, replacing the one seventy seven one seventy five class. Um, yeah, this – I mean, Cameron Pratt, 6'4", point guard, um, you know, he's not really a scorer. He had 2.9 turnovers, but he had twenty and fifty-eight point seven percent true shooting, so that's always nice. Daniel Jones and uh, really this whole class is solid, you know. Daniel Jones is super efficient, 59.1% true shooting, and that's with a 52.9% free throw rate. So he is better from free throw. Interesting, interesting, interesting. <laughs> um, he yeah. did not. He did not shoot many threes, but the ones he did, he was sixty percent from. So, um, yeah, I'm interested to see how he does. He he looks really good. He looks like he's a really good defender. Um, I think he could help this team a lot. Slide right into center. Um, they lose their. They lose their shooting guard. I feel like Pratt slides right in there. Um, yeah, what what do you think of this class?
1: Yeah, I mean it's another team that I mean they obviously had a rough year, seven seventeen, uh, you know, ending in the it's one of the lowest, barely making the RTT and, uh, but yeah, I mean you bring in some some much needed talent. I mean the thirty forty class I think is the best freshman class in this group, so that's going to give them uh, give them a chance. Uh, yeah, Pratt's going to come in and be your go to scorer from day one. You'll probably be on the, you know, assuming he's a twenty plus point scorer, you know, right away, he's someone that's going to. Be on the all-league freshman watch list, and uh, yeah, Jones uh, improves the post play a little bit. You know, if one of those guys moves to the bench, then uh, then you know then their their depth get, improves, and you know Shirley can has a decent game of you know being able to score as well. So, yeah, I think that uh, at least mm-hmm. two of those guys are going to start, if not all three of them. And uh, you know, their talent's going to go way up. And you know, it, it's always good to have more talent coming in than going out. So, uh, be mm-hmm. a team to watch. We'll be cur- really curious to see how their how their freshmen do.
0: Yeah, surely you can't be serious about all three of them starting. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, next up we have the last team, Phoenix. Um, so Phoenix is the um, – so Phoenix brings in um, the 148-153 class, replacing the 115-97 class. I mean, two starters, that are big men. They did bring in some hype, John Loomis. Um, a big man getting 12 rebounds, 3.6 assists, 2.6 two, uh, blocks. Um, Ethan Pope is, you know, solid player. Uh, Garrett Burrell, um, more of a smaller guy, but he played out of position at power forward. So, you know, I think all these guys could, you know, potentially make an impact for him. But, I um, mean, you lose your 18 point per game score and you bring in some heights. So that's helpful for them. Yeah. Any thoughts about these guys?
1: Yeah, it's another team that, you know, they, they do, obviously will have to replace uh, Plowman's scoring, but um, it, it seems like that was kind of the thing he did best. Um, you know, didn't have a overall very well, well-rounded game. So, yeah, I, like you mentioned, I like Ethan Pope a lot. I think he's going to help him. You know, he's he can help across the board. I mean, scoring on the boards and, and defense. So, I think he and he improves in the post. And then, yeah, Loomis can, uh, you know, throw throw some size and defense in the post. So, those two guys in there. And then, uh, yeah, I like Burrell as well. Yeah. Um, to you know slide in somewhere, you know, maybe you know, maybe he goes to uh you know shooting guard. Thomas seems like a, a defense, uh kind of a defensive guy, but he's on the smaller side. So um maybe you you know that's one way to counteract losing Tom in scoring is to, you know, put Burrell in there over Thomas and then you've got, you know, four guys on the court that can, you know, at least be decent scorers for you. So um yeah, another team that I think that uh, what's coming in is better than what's going out, although you know, they did lose guys that were decent that senior class. But uh, I think there's some stuff to be excited about there.
0: For sure. For sure. Cool. Well, um, cup. I mean, uh, I guess first we can pick a couple players. Um, players to watch. I mean, I'm watching uh, Trevor. I'm watching. Um,
1: well, he graduated, so you'll be watching him probably playing overseas.
0: Yeah, you're right. I'll be watching him <laughs> playing overseas. Uh, Martin Basil. um Uh, Yeah, Martin Basil, you know, um, I'm watching the Daniel Jones and uh, Cameron Pratt, the freshman for Albuquerque. Um, I'm watching Denver's whole situation with all their scores, trying to figure out who's going to be really uh, who's who's going to carry the load. Is it going to be James Daniels or are they going to be taking more um, balanced approach with these other guys? Um, Yeah. Who else are you watching?
1: Yeah, and then you have a uh, you know Nathan Butson, and ocala and you've got you know, the mm-hmm. backcourt for uh, for Wooster between uh, Dennis and Edison, and then uh, Cameron Pratt coming in and see how, see how he can score. So um, yeah, I mean there's a I don't know if there's like a definite like this is the best guy in the group kind of kind of thing. So really curious to see if uh, one guy can kind of step up and you know lead uh, lead the team to winning this group. I think it's a. Overall, it's a really wide open group. And uh, I honestly don't even know who I would pick to be completely honest. I know it's your next question. I I, I don't even know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with uh, Wooster. I think they're a really solid team. I like what they did with their new class. I think, yeah, I think they're going to be good. So I, I like Wooster to take this group.
1: Yeah, I mean they definitely have the best guard play in the entire group. So I mean, if you have one, you know, strength over everything else, that will <clears throat> be interesting to see. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um I, yeah. I really, I really can't pick anyone. They, they, everyone looks similar. To me. I, I don't know. I don't see like a five and one and without even looking at schedules. Like I don't see like a five and one yeah. team. Or maybe they all play each other. I guess actually, but. I'm not sure anyone's going to win, you know, five games against the rest of them. So I think you're going to have a, a couple teams that get to four and two. And, you know, Worcester probably has a good chance to do that. And, you know, Vegas, you know, probably as well, um, you know, throughout throughout the conference made Ocala and, you know, let their defense kind of carry the way. And, yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of four and two and three and three and two and four out of this group. Great. Cool.
0: Well, um, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to – Yeah, looking forward to the season, and uh, best of luck to you guys. Yeah, you as well.